Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Leader. There's growing pressure on Ofsted, the UK's school's watchdog, to change how it carries out inspections and reports in the wake of the death of a headteacher in Reading. You know, she just uh, did so much more than just was a headteacher, yes. wasn't she? She was available for her parents at her school whenever they needed her. Um, even down to making sure that when the cars were passing by at Caversham Primary, which is on quite a busy but narrow road, she would be the person out there making sure that the children were dropped off safely, you know, and, you know, really kind of basic things like that. She, she cared enormously. Former teachers and parents gathered outside of school in Newbury to protest against an Ofsted inspection there and pay tributes to Ruth Perry, who took her own life in January while waiting for an Ofsted report. Her family said her death was a direct result of the pressure put on her by the process and outcome of an Ofsted inspection at her school, Caversham Primary. Matthew Purves, Ofsted's regional director for the South East, said they were deeply saddened by Ruth Perry's tragic death, and their thoughts remain with Mrs Perry's family, friends and everyone at Caversham Primary School. Now, school leaders and education unions are calling for a pause on inspections following the death of Mrs Perry so Ofsted can review the impact of inspections on the well-being of school and college leaders and staff. Joining me now to examine this fresh wave of pressure on Ofsted is the Evening Standards Education Editor, Anna Davis. So Anna, first of all, why are teachers and teaching unions so frustrated with Ofsted at the moment? There's always been grumblings about Ofsted from head teachers and, and, and teachers. It, it's a stressful and unpleasant process for many people to, to be judged in sort of one or two days on your life's work. But at the moment, um, things have come to a head because of the sad death of a teacher from Reading called Ruth Perry. It's sparked a sort of intense debate about the pressure that teachers feel from Ofsted and also how they inspect how they summarise a whole school with just a one word rating and whether that's fair. So it's become more than just grumblings. It's really sparked sparked a flame and there's schools 
Other schools are sort of making a stand, saying they will refuse inspectors who come to their school or have pictures of Ruth Perry up, you know, when their schools are being inspected. So it's really touched a nerve. I think also possibly because at the moment teachers' unions are still in discussions with with the government about pay. There's been strikes recently. There's a lot of intense feelings about the pressure that teachers are under and, and whether they're valued. And there's been an outpouring of feelings from teachers talking about how how anxious and how stressed Ofsted makes them feel and how it doesn't help them improve. They say it, it just puts them under more pressure. So following this criticism, has there been a response at all from Ofsted? And what have they said, if anything? Ofsted hasn't officially put out any statements about this. The Department for Education has emphasised that it's a legal requirement for schools to be inspected. But we have had a former chief inspector of Ofsted, Sir Michael Wilshaw, coming out in defence of the institution and said that parents rely on, on these judgments and they want to know, they simply want to know if a school is good enough and if it's not good enough, what's going to be done to improve it. So there are suggestions of Ofsted getting rid of their one-word summary of schools, so outstanding or inadequate or good But Sir Michael says that parents do want these. They want a summary judgment, as he called it. And if there was more of a report-style report, that parents wouldn't necessarily get that feel for whether the inspectors thought it was a good school or not. So do you think we could see Ofsted actually make some changes in response to the unions and the school leaders, as they've sort of suggested? There's definitely a sense that change is coming The current chief inspector, Amanda Spielman, is going to be stepping down anyway at the end of this year. So there'll be a new leader. The government has always been sort of strongly supportive of the way Ofsted do things now. But teaching unions are calling for the the whole thing to be scrapped and changed. So there is a feeling that there could be changes coming. However, I think for many parents, they do rely still on Ofsted. If you've got schools nearby, you've got a couple of schools to choose from and you're not heavily involved in the way schools are run, you you know, you just want to know where shall I send my child. Having a rating is helpful for people, even though there are the arguments that that can't really summarise a whole school in one word. I think parents, some parents do feel it's helpful when they're making the decision where to send their child. That's it. And on to parents. Could it go the other way, do you think, Anna? Do you think this latest criticism of Ofsted could actually lead to less trust from parents when it comes to their reports and their inspections. Yes, I think there are some parents already at the moment who probably disregard Ofsted inspections, but they may be um, sort of engaged in the education world themselves and and sort of know more about how a particular school is run and, and maybe trust their own instincts and knowledge. But I still think that for many parents who aren't actively involved and and they don't necessarily need to be they just want to know which school is best to send their child to I think they still will want to trust Ofsted they still turn to Ofsted when they're deciding between schools on their doorstep and I think if you see a school that's branded inadequate and one that says it's outstanding I think it's human nature for you to send your child you want to send your child to the outstanding one you know if you don't know the backgrounds of the schools and the way they've been inspected, I think many parents will still rely on Ofsted. Let's take a break now in part two. The Association of School and College Leaders Director of Policy, Julie McCulloch, 
explains what changes they want Ofsted to make. So you come out of inspection, you're told that you're outstanding, you're good, your requires improvement or you're inadequate. That feels to us in itself hugely inadequate to attempt to sum up what a school does in a single word. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Joining me now is Director of Policy at the Association of School and College Leaders, Julie McCulloch. So Julie, your union is backing this call for a pause in Ofsted inspections. First of all, why is that? So we, like many other people, were deeply concerned about the the tragic death of Ruth Perry at uh, Caversham School. You know, we we need to be really cautious about attributing particular reasons to that, but it's clear from what we've heard from her family that uh, the the inspection that took place at her school a few months ago, um, from their their take on it, um, contributed to Ruth taking her own life. It's not a completely isolated case. We know that that has happened, sadly, with some school and college leaders in the past. And we know that that's a particularly extreme example, of course, but there are many, many other examples of school leaders' well-being being hugely affected by inspection. Lots of examples of of school leaders losing their jobs, for example, having kind of severe mental health issues as a result of, of very difficult inspections. Clearly, inspection is really important. You know, we think it's it's very important that schools and colleges are held to account. Parents deserve to know that the school that, that their child is attending is, is a good school. But our view is that the inspection system has has got out of hand. It's become too punitive, not supportive. And we think there's an opportunity here for, for Ofsted just to pause briefly to look into their processes that they use for inspection, particularly in this case, to see whether there's anything there that they could immediately do differently to help the situation. And obviously the ASEL isn't the only union calling for a sort of reform, a sort of new system replacement for Ofsted. What changes do you think are needed? So there's a number of changes that that our members say they would like to see to the inspection system. Um, One that we think would make an enormous difference is to move away from the current approach to grading, which basically attempts to sum up everything that a school does in a single word or a single phrase. So you come out of inspection, you're told that you're outstanding, you're good, you requires improvement or you're inadequate. That feels to us in itself hugely inadequate to attempt to sum up 
what a school does in a single word. We would like to see that replaced with a much more nuanced, perhaps narrative-based approach. The Labour Party, for example, is talking about a report card system, which we think has huge merit. So what that would do is, rather than that single word judgment, it would look at the different areas that we would want schools to be doing well at, and it would give a clear indication of the school's strengths and weaknesses under those different headings. We think that's a, a much more nuanced approach to improvement. We think it would tell parents something much more useful. And we think it would take some of that pressure out of the system that we see from, from that single word judgment. The other thing that we would like to see, which is really pertinent to this case, um, is a different approach to safeguarding or how safeguarding is judged in schools. So at the moment, how well schools safeguard pupils is rolled into their Ofsted inspections. And there's all sorts of problems with that. You know, the obvious one is that most schools are only inspected once every four years. That's, that's a, a very long window in which to check on safeguarding. What we would like to see is safeguarding taken out of the inspection process and replaced by an annual audit so there's a more regular check-in to make sure that you know, that really important aspect of school's work is looked at, but it's not rolled into the inspection process in the way that it currently is. And to your first point there, Julie, I understand the former head of Ofsted, Sir Michael Wilshaw, has been defending the organisation, saying parents want a one-word assessment of whether a school is good or bad. What do you make of his comments? There's lots of research, actually quite recent research, into what parents want from Ofsted. And and while inevitably, you know, some people will say that one word judgment is helpful, actually I think what that research shows is that parents are capable of of a, a, a more sophisticated understanding and want that more sophisticated understanding of schools. You know, you could have one school that's got a, a good rating, say, and another school that's got a good rating, but actually what those schools are really good at might be quite different and, and their areas of weakness, because all schools have areas of weakness, their areas of weakness might be quite different as well. You know, our, our view, and I think this is backed up by by research is that parents would find it helpful to have a fairly straightforward summary but nevertheless a, a slightly longer summary of the strengths and weaknesses of different schools and that they can look at that and think well which of those things is most important to me and my child. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.